Hello, everyone. Welcome to the debut episode of I Want to Tell You, um, a Beatles podcast. Um, this is a podcast that's about the biggest band on Earth, the Beatles, and the greatest band on Earth, the Beatles, <laughs> and also their solo careers. Um, I wanted to go into the brand new box set by John Lennon being the Plastic Ono Band box set. came out a few weeks ago. Um, this is going to be part one of my review. I'm not going to go over all of it right now, but this is just going to be my review um, of it. Um, so, um, the, okay, so I'm going to be doing the remix of the original Plastic Ono Band album. Um, same with um, the outtakes and the elements mixes. Okay, okay, so... So the first track is Mother. Um, um, I've noticed that the bass was really up in the mix, um, really cleaner. And then John's vocals, you know, I can just hear it. Um, you know, I'll talk about um, um, same thing with Mother when we get to the outtake and the um, elements mix because those are some things I really want to discuss. Um, but really, it all sounded really great to my ears. Um, Mother just sounded way more clean, you know, John's vocals really up, and I don't know why I'm repeating this. <laughs> yeah. Next track, Hold On. Um, I noticed that the drums sounded better, and there's a little echo on the guitar, or I heard, I, I don't know if that was originally going to be in it. I, I think, I, think I, I might be wrong. I think I must have heard something. Um, yeah. And there's another echo on the, um, on another remix that I want to talk about. Um, and then the main, um, um, factor of this, um, Hold On remix is, um, the second, um, cookie on the left channel. So, in the song Hold On, in the middle of the song Hold On, you can hear John say, COOKIE! Um, but when you listen to this remix, you can actually hear after the cookie, you can hear the cookie. Um, I do not like that cookie, it ruins the entire mood of the song, you know. Um, um, yeah, it's actually on the original mix, you can actually hear it. Um, really glad that, um, that... We can hear that, though I really wish they wouldn't have lowered, you know, that cookie, because I cannot stand that. They wouldn't have just gotten rid of that cookie, and, um, I think I'll go the mix of this way much better. And the mix of this is all is already amazing. Yoko did a great job. This is going to be my go-to one of Plastic Ono Band. Next track, I found out the vocals really above in the mix. It's a more cleaner mix, you know, than the original one. Um, bass um, is um, really up in the mix and giving more room to breathe. Um, and, and the bass really fuels that song. Because um, I think Paul McCartney has said it best when he said, um, you can actually control the entire room with a bass. And, you know, I would agree. And I found out is, you know, a really great example of that. I feel like Klaus is kind of just leading the room. But at some times, it's actually that John's leading the room with his heavy, you know, guitar. Um, and it sounds like, you know, um, um, Ringo and Klaus are actually trying to, you know, catch up 
because since he's going so fast. Anyway, Great Mix Fry found out, um, next track, the infamous working class hero. Th there's one thing that I really noticed about this mix, and that was the edit. So, guys didn't know. So, John had this perfect take of working class hero, near perfect, just because it, he forgot a verse. So, what he did was he went to take nine, which is actually on the box, which I which we're going to discuss in part two, um, 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 you can, you know, really, you know, um, um, I couldn't, uh, um, I couldn't, sorry, <laughs> I'm going over the place, I couldn't hear the edit on there, uh, but now I can definitely tell that there's an edit, you know, I can definitely tell, you know, that something, you know, happened with the mix, that there's an edit. So, um, the next track on, on this, um, album, um, um, is my, my favorite John Lennon song that he's ever done, Isolation, you know. You know, people say we got it made, though they know we're so afraid, Isolation. Beautiful lyrics, but... I want to mention just one thing, because this isn't my review. I know I kind of went to a review, which I found out. Sorry about that. But um, there is something that I noticed with Isolation, and that's being. On Isolation, I'm really glad they brought up the vocals for when he says, I don't expect you to understand. Sorry about my voice. You know, I'm a pretty terrible singer. But you really, um, you know, you can really just hear that word, like, up in your face. That's something that I really enjoyed. Okay, the next track on this album, Remember. Uh, I've loved Remember forever. Um, I, I feel like it's just really good. Um... And this one was just a really cleaner take. Um, nothing else to say about Remember. There wasn't really much about Remember that I have to say about it. Look at my notes. I didn't have much to say about it except that it was a more cleaner mix. Yeah. Okay, um, next track, Love. Beautiful song. And here's something interesting. I think I, I believe I heard an echo on, like, the first verse, like... Um, at the end of the first one, I believe I heard, like, a, um, echo. Just a tiny echo, huh. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, I could always be wrong. That said, the next track on the album is... Sorry, I have to look at my album. The next track on the album is... Well, 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 okay. I used to always think well, 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 it was a jam until I knew that there was other takes, and I was like, oh, it's not a jam. But here's what really got me. It was the, um, was the bass really up there. Again, I've known that the bass, you know, um, I've, no I've noted that the bass was really up in, you know, I found out, and, you know, um, mother, um, but. This one is really brought up and well, well, well. 
It's also more clear. Um, it's really impossible to miss the bass in the song, and you know, I mean. Okay, um, the next track on this album, Look At Me. This was one of the songs that I actually heard before, and that was along with Mother because they were released um, digitally. I wanted to stay away from them for the longest time, but a few days before the box that came out, I'm like, okay, I can't resist. So I played Mother, and I did play Look At Me remixes, and they sounded phenomenal. You know, <sighs> try to stay away from digital. You know, um, digital is only for the Ringo albums that I don't have. Sorry, Ringo. Oh. And that being Old Wave. Reissue that, Ringo. You know, it's not a good album. But anyway, um, um, I've noticed that um, on this album, what is it? It's, um, okay, I'm trying to find it. Look at me, okay. So, look at me, there's this effect where, I don't know what it's called, but when he says, who am I supposed to be? You can actually hear, like, a weird effect, and I love that effect. And that effect is just really brought up. Saying, Sioko, I love that effect. I believe it was made by Donovan. I believe he did that effect, and he taught John that effect. I don't know. Um... So, um, the next track on this album, um, God, I, I thought it was a really cleaner mix, another song that I really can't tell. I really felt that Billy Preston's amazing keyboard playing was really brought up. Yeah. Um, I was really happy with it all, um, really glad, and so, yeah. Nothing much to say about this, um, same with remember. Okay. Um, ending the album, My Mummy's Dead. You really can't do anything with that song. I really didn't hear a difference, you know. Maybe it's just because of, you know, the AM radio effect, which we'll talk about later. Um, or maybe the fact it was recorded on a cassette. You really can't, you know, you really can't tell. I believe it was, like, recorded at John's house, you know probably in his bedroom where he's just strumming on the, his guitar. Really sad song, or really sad snippet, but still really good. Um, uh, the next few tracks, um, we have bonus tracks. Um, one of the tracks on this is Give Peace a Chance. I really felt like you are in the room when they are doing it, you know. You're like at that bedding, you know, with John, Yoko, and all the press there, you know, John singing Give Peace a Chance. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same Cold Turkey was also a really good one where it's like brought up, you know, really um, good guitar brought up in the mix, really clean, you know. There's one um, thing I can say about this entire mix. All the mix that it's really clean. And then Instant Karma, you know, really good um, mix. Same thing, cleaner, you know. Um, the drums are really good. Um, if you look on YouTube, there they released the alternate video, which I thought was very cool. Um, so on to disc two being the outtakes. 
we open with The Mother Takes 61, which I always thought this was a, kind of a raw album where he would just do it. Then he's like, oh, I screwed up very badly. Um, we're just going to redo that one. No, Mother Takes 61. <sighs> you know. So, one thing that I know is that this is more raw. This is just a raw song, more raw than the album next for The Mother. Um... Looks everything's more raw, the more drums, the bass, you know, the vocals, and I really enjoyed that. Um, hold on, okay, I've noticed that the drums and bass were kind of quiet, you know, and there wasn't a cookie, nor cookie, nor cookie. I think John had to overdub them. I, um, yeah. I found out, take one, um, more gritty vocals. They're really gritty, you know. That's something, you know. And the thing about I found out that I loved is that he sings, Yoko! Yoko! Um, about five times at the end, but again, I could always have got that wrong. But that was just something that I really enjoyed. And when I take a look at the uh, lyrics, because I don't remember ever hearing Yoko, I think he said something like, Oh, no, I'm going to actually have to check the lyrics right now. So when I check the lyrics, I think I'll know. And. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think I'll know when I take with the lyrics. Lyrics. Jesus, my stuff is falling. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my some stuff was falling. Okay, I'm just gonna take a look at the book and find where the lyrics were. Okay, lyrics. I found out. No, he was just saying, ow, ow, ow. That's what I knew what he was going to say. But, um, you know, um, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah, so I'm really, so it was really a surprise when he was screaming, yo, go, at the end. Um, working class hero, um, outtake. Um, John's vocals were really raw. Um. Um, um, isolation outtake, um, I thought was really good. I don't, I didn't really have anything to say, um, except for it was just really, really nice, you know. Yeah. Remember, okay, it's an, it's a rehearsal. It's not an outtake, it's supposed to be a rehearsal. That's what, um, this is supposed to be. A rehearsal, not the outtake for remember. I believe it's a rehearsal one, and yeah. Um, the next song is Love, um, 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 and it's actually just the acoustic guitar and John's vocals. It's, um, it's not like Phil Spector's piano. I think that was, like, later overdubbed. And, yeah. So, um, the next track, 
is um well 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 just really enjoyable um i really enjoyed this version you know well 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 um well, if i take a look at the length of the song but i if i you know i'm gonna if i just take a look at the length of the you know the song i believe it was like a little bit shorter but i don't have the length right now Look at me. Um, John does some, you know, strumming in the beginning until it, you know, gets to the song. Kind of have to do with the medley, but you don't actually hear him in the song, so, yeah. God, I also enjoyed the outtake, and My Mommy's Dead, take two. I was just surprised. I mean, My Mommy's Dead, take two. You're, I mean, he did... More takes of My Mummy's Dead, which is just supposed to be a snippet at the end of the album. <sighs> what? <laughs> and that's the same thing with Give Peace a Chance. There is another outtake. Isn't that just supposed to be a song that he did at the bed end? You're telling me that he did more takes of Give Peace a Chance? But the one I will talk about is Cold Turkey. <gasps> oh my god, I really enjoyed this. Okay. This was really enjoyable. Probably just... Um, probably because of this. You can hear an organ. That's not on the song. I believe it's played by... I believe Billy Preston. I believe... And then John's vocals are just... It's it's amazing, um, Cold Turkey Take One, just an amazing take. The organ that's on it, or keyboards, you know. Yeah. Then we move on to the elements mixes. Um, so I'm gonna just name a couple elements mixes that really got to my head. I won't name them all, um, just because I'm not really feeling that well, and you know. So mother elements mixes, um. Um, 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 I really enjoyed the vocal only for the elements mixes of the song. Um, remember, uh, okay, uh, remember, um, remember, um, is actually extended version. There's something I want to know. Okay, this is actually going to be a really interesting song that not a lot of people picked up when I was watching their reviews. In fact, I even commented on a Beetle Brad video, um, 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 when unboxing him, telling him about, you know, this, remember, um, 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 in, in the mix, you know, um, it, okay, in the beginning, you can hear, like, Jack, um, I mean, not Jack, John, you can hear John do a brief laugh, it's really hidden, but you can hear that, um, I didn't, Really, um, from the reviews I watched, nobody really, um, talked about it. Um, no. No. Or that I can remember. Yeah. It's also an extended version. So, if you guys don't know, when John says 5th of November, it leads into explosion, John just thought it would be fine to end that way. Turns out it went on for way long. Like, half the song. So this one's eight and a half minutes. I really enjoyed that. Um, 5th of November, um, is an England reference, sorry, right now is the time where I don't want to talk about history, unless it's, you know, Beatle history, 
But, yeah. But, you know. Love, I've noticed that, first of all, it's just John with his guitar sing. Love is real. Real is love. And then it cuts, and after that's done, it's filled with his piano. Phil Spector does the piano, which a lot of people didn't know until, you know, getting this facet. Phil actually does that piano. Really nice, though. Phil Spector, good producer, genius, you know, person. Um, I don't really want to talk about him right now, except that, you know, he's credited on the disc, you know, he's producing this. Which was another thing I want to talk about. Um, which I'll talk about this. It's Yoko was more in the production. I guess um, Phil wasn't there most of the time. Um, I believe. Um, um, and so, when, so next week when I go to the Evolution mixes, I'll talk about you know the studio chatter between Yoko and John, and you know how she was mostly behind the counts. Um, not the council board, <sighs> the mixing control. Jesus, why am I screwing up everything today? Um, and that's something that I really want to talk about. Um, God, um, uh, uh, God was really interesting because it's basically him doing mostly a spoken word. He sometimes sings, and it's really interesting because you can actually hear him. We always know that line where it says, I don't believe in Beatles. I just, and then it goes silent and then it says, I just believe in me. Then it goes on with, you know, the dream is over. Yeah. That's what killed it all. But um, maybe I'm glad because we did get some amazing music from all the solo Beatles. But, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, let's see. Um, God. It's really emotional when you hear John not sing I Don't Believe in Beatles, but when he just speaks it. What he's mostly doing, God is a concept, but God is a concept by which we measure our pain. That's what I noticed in this one, which, you know, really just got to me because, you know, that's really sad. Um, because it's really emotional when you hear John just say, I don't believe in Beatles. When he just says that, it's just kind of emotional. And he kind of sounds like dead inside, you know. My mummy's dead. It's without the AM radio effect. So what they did is what they call an AM radio effect, where it's kind of just really kind of distorted. And the original version was distorted. Um, I believe John like recorded it in like his bedroom with a guitar, just saying doing it for you know like three takes. I mean, how did he do that? But um, yeah, um, okay. Okay, sorry about that, everyone. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. I I just had to say something, you know, to someone. But then we have Cold Turkey, an instrumental, um, five minutes. You know, it's a really good instrumental. And you know, with the Imagine Box when they did the elements mixes, kind of focusing on one element. I guess they really couldn't do it with this one since. 
it was basically just, you know, recorded um, as this one take, you know, in the studio live, no overdubs. Though there were plenty of overdubs, like, I believe they overdubbed, you know, Phil Spector's Piano on Love, you know, that stuff. So I really hope you um, enjoyed my kind of review of Plastic Ono Band. This is part one. Part two will come out next week, and I really hope you guys will enjoy that. Because I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Because um, I just really hope, because um, uh, I just really want to start a podcast. Um, because of this. And thank you for everyone that's listening. If anyone is listening, I don't really think anyone is really listening. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, and Venus and Mars will be all right tonight. Um, it it might be a um um rough ride, but one day at a time, we'll get through it. Bye. Hello, um, welcome back to the um. Um, new episode of, um, I want to, um, tell you a Beatles podcast. Um, in this episode I'm gonna be, um, ranking, um, the George Harrison albums. Um, George Harrison has, um, sadly only made, um, ten albums in his catalog. So, I've included, um, Wonderwall music and, um, electronic sound. Though I can, you can probably guess where I have those. So, without a, so, let's get started. Um, at number 12, electronic sound, like a lot of people. It's just George fooling around for Moog Symphonizer. Don't get me wrong, I like the Moog Symphonizer a lot, or the Moog. Let's call it the Moog. I, w- I love the Moog synthesizer, but just to make an entire album of you experimenting with it, I mean, another reason I put it is just half of it isn't even George. Side 2 is by this guy, Bernie, I forget his last name, um, but George um, credited it as him. But to be fair, he didn't really credit it. It is just credited on the cover, Electronic Sound. When you look up electronic sound, um, um, when you take a look, it just says produced by George Harrison. It doesn't mean that it's by um, George Harrison. It just says it's produced, though. One of it is um, 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 uh, George. The one of the songs is George Harrison, or one of the pieces. Um, what's the first piece on the album? Up the Mercy Wall is okay, uh, but I cannot stand no time or space, so, but that's my favorite, that's my favorite cover uh, of George Harrison's career. I love that cover, though we're not here to rank the covers. Number 11, I went with Gun Trap in 1982, just doesn't grab me as much. Favorite song on this album when I'm taking a look at the track listing Gone. Gone Trapo. When I take a look at um, it, um, my favorite song on here would probably be Circles, which is a nice um, tune. Um, you know, it's 
really nice. Um, I heard, I believe it was um, originally supposed, um, originally recorded for the George Harrison sessions um, from like 1978. It came up from that type sessions, and you um, wrote it from those sessions. Um, my least favorite is a song that I can't stand. His cover, I really loves you. I cannot stand when people who I know their regular voice go into that uh, deep singing, like the Beach Boys. They have like they covered Louie Louie, but they do it in such a low voice in the beginning, and I already already don't like their cover. But that weird voice, I don't like it when musicians that have a regular voice go really drunk down and do "I really love you." Me, just now. So that's my number eleven. Um, number 10, um, Wonderwall Music. A lot of people are going to be wondering, who put Wonderwall Music above of, above, above Gone Trouble? Yes, because I really enjoy it. Um, Wonderwall Music is an, is a, not an amazing album, but it's a good one. Um, I'm taking a look at the track listing, and that cover is pretty good. So this is the soundtrack to a film called Wonderwall. Um, film that's very weird, very weird. Um, um, um. So he went in India and recorded this album, kind of after, um, after like the Magical Mystery Tour sessions. Um, he even said a quote that he couldn't remember them because his brain was on acid, so. And it's really world music, um, Indian, experimental. Um, it was recorded in Bombay, and then some was recorded in London. In fact, it went London sessions, then the Bombay sessions in January, and then, and then, and then. And, um, hold up, I'm just getting this, um, then it went to the Bombay sessions, then in London, sorry, I'm getting confused. The title actually didn't inspire the 1995 hit by, um, Oasis, um, Wonderwall, which I'm a big Oasis fan. My favorite songs on this album would probably be Red Lady 2, Drilling a Home, which is a really funny song, Skiing, which it's just um, a jam between, you know, um, um, Eric Clapton, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. Um, and I also like um, Dream Scene and The Love Scene. Um, crying would probably be my least favorite. And, um, is, is, you know, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But it's, it's Indian music, um, and I like it. I really like it. So, from now on, it's going to be regular albums. And at number nine, Somewhere in England, just not an album that I go to. Um, don't really care for it. Um, 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 it's always been the album where I was like, oh, not this album. It's a really boring album for me. Um does have good tracks on there, like All Those Years Ago, Blood from a Clone, Teardrops, um, 
Yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, George originally had an original track listing, which was pretty good, except it didn't feature all those years ago. I'm guessing it wasn't recorded at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my least favorite song is Save the World, which is a terrible song. Just no. Anyway, um, um, not a really good album. Uh, it has a couple good songs, and those good songs are some pretty strong songs. But overall, it's a pretty weak album. Number eight, Extra Texture. I really enjoy Extra Texture, and a lot of people don't like it, including um, good old mean Mr. Mayo, who's not mean at all. Um, he um, does not like this except for the three beginning songs. And those three beginning songs are some of the best songs um, George has ever done. My favorite George Harrison song is even on this. This guitar can keep, can't keep from crying. The rest of the album is very mediocre. Um, World of Stone is the closest we'll get. Um, a Bit More You is okay, though it's just a snippet of, like, you song you um so yeah so yeah um i like the song um you that um all it opens up the album which is really um nice it was originally recorded in 1971 for a backing track then 1975 from overdubs around this time george not in good plans you know you know, he was, you know, um, um, he was in a divorce at the time. He had divorced, um, 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 Patty Boyd, um, um, around that time he was going through a lot of, you know, um, heavy drinking and lots of drug use, um, lots of, Plenty of drug use. Um, I even heard that um, Klaus Foreman left the sessions because he was using cocaine. Um, and the songs, yeah, you can definitely hear that. You know, he was kind of sad at this point, depressed. Session on songs like, you know, Tired of Mid um, um, Midnight Blue. But it's not a good album. Um, not really. So, let's, let's just, let's just not talk about that album for a while since it's not really that good except for the three beginning tracks they are great number seven dark horse the first george harrison album i've ever owned um um it's actually a pretty good album um again to this point i begin to love all this all his albums and i still do like all of his albums and um um except for electronic sound this album has some really great songs on here. Um, we open really strongly with my favorite George Harrison songs, Harry's on Tour. Um, Simply Shady's, um, okay. Um, so Sad, So Sad is amazing. Bye Bye Love. I cannot stand that song. I don't understand why you had to put a joke lyric into that. Um, doesn't make any sense at all. It's a really... 
it's a really bad song. But My Love is amazing. Side 2 is the one that I always knew. Um, Ding Dong, Ding Dong. Amazing song, though I know some people um, don't like that song. Including, I believe some, um, I believe Paul Tarinka, um, um said that Ding Dong. Ding dong, ding dong, and and bear is it is only the one that embarrasses. So, um, <clears throat> um, Dark Horse is just amazing. You know, you can really tell that you know, you know, he had that voice. And right now, I do feel like I do now because I'm coughing up. Um, Far East Man is just brilliant. And then we end the album terribly with It Is He, Jossery Krishna, just. Just know, I'm I'm glad that you um are writing a song about um Suri Krishna, but I don't want it to be. How long is that song? It's it, it's almost five minutes. It's it's long. It, the, it, it's longer than Harry's on tour express. It's longer than simply shady. <coughs> Gee, <clears throat> gee, George. Um, um, my favorite would be Far East Man and Harry's on tour. My least favorite, obviously, it is he just Harry Krishna and Bye Bye Love. Number six, Brainwashed. If, um, this is posthumous. Posthumous? How do you pronounce it? Uh, anyway, um, um, it's a really interesting album. Um, because this is between songs that he recorded through, like, late 80s all the way to, you know, his death. And so, yeah, so it was a really favorite, um, review. Um, lots of great songs. Any Road, P2, The Cane Blues, um, is great. Marwa Blues is great. Um, the Devil in the Bleak Blue Sea, just great. Um, Brainwash is great, and I always loved Rocking Chair in Hawaii. That was always a nice track. So, so is it is it is it is it the best thing he's ever done? No, but is it a good album? Yes. Um, so, yeah. At number five, into the top five, George Harrison. From 19... Did that come out? 19... From 1979. His self-titled album is great. You open really strongly. Love Comes to Everyone, um, Not Guilty, and Here Comes the Moon, Soft Heart of Hand and Blow Away. And I actually love the entire album, except for the ending track, If You Believe. That's... It's not the greatest. Um... Um, it could have been better. Um, so I love almost the entire album, so that's the show. Um, number four, I'm going with 33 and a Third, which, which, which is a really, really, really good album. It shows that George isn't that serious, um, spiritual funny guy. I was on spiritual um, like, no, a serious guy, um, but he's a really, you know, humorous guy, stuff on here, like, 
Woman Don't You Cry For Me, this song, Cracker Box Palace. It's all great except for, you know, Pure Smokey. Uh, you know, don't really enjoy that. Um, 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 I really enjoy it. Um, um, because it's just a really funny album, and, um, yeah, it's, it's 33 and a third. What else can I say? Plus, that texture on the album is really nice. Number three, Cloud Nine. The last album George Harrison was alive to see is amazing, you know. It's just brilliant. There's not a single bad song. It's brilliant. 10 out of 10. Um, my favorite song on the album would probably be the entire album, though. I would probably choose This Is Love. And my least favorite would probably be um, when I take over the track listing. Let me just pull up the track listing. Cloud 9. Okay, let me just pull up the track listing. My uh, uh, least favorite would probably be um, 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 Just For Today, though it's still a good song. And that leads to number two, Living in the Material World. Just, just uh, amazing, you know. After Living in the Material World, um, um, sorry, I was trying to do a quote. Um, um, every single song I love, I love on that album, and it just, just amazing. My favorite on this would probably be the ending track, That Is All, which is just a really nice song. That leaves number one, All Sing Must Pass. I know a lot of people just say that this is the greatest George Harrison album and the best Beatles solo album. It is. I mean, song after song, it just amazes me. I mean, it's, um, it's just brilliant, brilliant. How could you not like this? How can you not like one song, uh, at least one song on this? I mean, uh, all songs must pass. My sweet lord, what is life? Um, art of dying. Um, I remember Jeep. Um... Um, 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 Apple Scruffs, I'd Have You Anytime, all of these great songs, Wawa, isn't it a pity, all those songs are great, so, yeah, so, and the entire album's great, so that's my ranking of every single George Harrison album, um, I was gonna do the Beatles album rankings, but I thought I would save that for another time. I just wanted to do George Harrison since he is my favorite Beatle. Oh yeah, or one of my favorite Beatles. I love all the Beatles. Anyway, see you later. Bye. Hello everyone. Um, welcome back to the third episode of I Want to Tell You. Um, and um, I know I didn't do an episode last week. I was just really busy. Um, there will um be um, more episodes coming um in this um um week. I am doing a Paul episode. So first of all, um, a couple pieces of news today: the royal stamps have came out. Um, 
and the royal stamps. Um, um, I can. Well, let me just remember. Okay, so the royal stamps um, have came out um, um, today, and these are. I'm taking like certain Paul albums and putting them with stamps. It came out today. I didn't order anything since they're on the UK website, and I've had very bad experiences with UK websites. So, not going to really do them. Um, Andrew Dixon uploaded a video on, on his unboxing. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Um, second piece of news, Little Wing, the Jimmy McCulloch story, is now up on Barnes & Noble um, um, website for pre-order. If you guys don't know, this is a book by Paul Saley, um, who's doing this a book about Jimmy McCulloch, who was the guitarist in Wing from 1974 or late 1973 during like the Linda during the Linda McCartney sessions in late 73, all the way up to 1977 around Mauve Kintyre and Girls School. Um, he sadly died um, in 1979. Um, which is really sad, um, but he has this brand new book. I haven't ordered it yet just because I've had very bad experiences with the Barnes & Noble website. Like, I've ordered something and it got so damaged or it took me, like, months to get it. Um, so, probably not going to get it. Um, I had very bad experiences ordering the McCartney Street cassette on Barnes & Noble, but never mind. Um, also, the McCartney 321 documentary got announced, which is pretty cool, um, if I could, must say. Um, um, McCartney um, 321 is the Rick Rubin McCartney documentary, which we, they announced the Rick Rubin and Paul documentary in December, but we didn't really get any details except for that it was coming out. Now we know it's um, going to be on Hulu. Don't have Hulu, but that's... Okay. Also, some brand new YouTube videos that came out um, for the John Lennon estate. Um, Cold Turkey got and its original video got remastered, um, and um, in celebration of the brand new documentary, which I, I'm going to talk about it in a couple minutes. Um, um, the, um, but there's a documentary um, called 1971, the year that that music changed everything and John is going to uh, and John and uh, there's going to be when I watched the trailer and there's going to be some John in it like talking about like imagine and like happy Christmas and power to the people so that's going to be interesting and that's an Apple TV exclusive so yeah um but they released the give me some truth live vocal outtake which it's just film with him given like the vocal of it you can hear the instruments in the back but um it's just video of him giving the um, vocal performance um also um paul mccartney three legs um got its own h um d upload um also uh, um um he has been uploading a bunch of stuff that has to do with ram he even changed his profile picture to like um, the picture of, like, him singing and, like, the microphone and, like, the studios where Ram was recording. Um, other Ram news in a couple of seconds where, um, he, he was talking about Dear Boy, which I thought was really interesting. 
So you don't really hear him talking about Dear Boy, but he talks about how he wrote it for, like, about Linda's ex-husband and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, also, um, Ringo got uploaded videos for Teach Me to Tango. Um, Waiting for the Tide to Turn Not with Love in the World, like, visualizers. Um, um, this is also a good time to put out, um, that Ram has just got, um, reissued, um, um, for the 50th anniversary half speed, and we have Ram on the brand new tribute. There's a lot to unpack here, folks. Um, um, as I formerly hear on the news, um, there's lots to unpack. Um, but, um, yeah, um, and it sounds great. It's gonna be my preferred copy of Ram to go. I, 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 I first played the brand new Ram and then played my original 71 Ram, and, um, both of them sound good, but I would also, but I would, if you, if you sent me to a desert island and told me that I could only pick one copy of Ram, um, I would pick, um, um, the half speed. Um, yeah. Um, um, so, an another, um, thing to talk about is Ram on the 50th anniversary tribute. Great tribute! I, I, I found it interesting all the way through, um, 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 it was Denny Silo who originally joined in Ram and was, um, Wings drummer, um, um, Fernando, um, sorry, I'm gonna have to check because I'm forgetting their names. Sorry, but, um, but I'm just needed, I just need to, um, check out, oh, Fernando Perdomo, um, yeah, and this, um, features, um, the entire Ram album along with singles, Oh, Woman, Oh, Why, and Another Day, um, the single, um, 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 and the original trumpet player on Uncle Albert, um, 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 I believe, um, I believe he was, um, Marvin Stam, I believe, um, and he actually had this really interesting story on how, when he was looking at the credits for Ram, it only listed, like, the, um, it was how it only listened to the rhythm players, um, but when he kept on hearing um, Uncle Albert on the radio all year because that was his first number one, um, he was like, "I'm unofficially the biggest um, um, or the most famous um, trumpet player in the world." So I thought that was good. Um, there's lots of news to unpack. Um, there's going to be a brand new biopic on Brian Epstein that got announced. Um, I believe they haven't even gotten through filming yet. I think they're in the process of filming, but that's going to come out, I believe, by either next year. I think so. I don't, I don't really have the date. I don't really have the dates good. Um, also, biggest news, Beatles. We have gotten an announcement. August 31st is when, unofficially, um, um, we, um, it's not really unofficially, but it's not from the Beatles themselves, it was from another source, I forget what source, um, and sings from Matthew Street for 
posting a video um talking about this but august 31st is going to be the day of the get back film so you know today's almost may um so june july that's in like three months that we're gonna have to get prepared obviously in december we had that snippet which was wonderful um, that was wonderful that we got to see that. It's kind of like a little Christmas present. I believe that was when it came out. And as Joe Mayo put it, the best five and six minutes of 2020. We're now in 2021, so that joke makes no sense. So, that's kind of all I've had. I'm probably missing something. Like, I feel like I'm missing something, but I haven't even got to the subject. So, yeah. Um... And I miss. I remember the one thing I'm missing. 1971, the year that changed everything. There, uh, as I said, there, there might gonna include like some pieces of John because I saw John in the trailer, old footage of John from 71, uh, like him and Yoko like on like a boat or something. It was footage that we saw in like the Above All Only Sky documentary, um, which was a great documentary. That's actually what got me into John Lennon. And so, yeah, um, that's kind of it. Um, next week, I am going to be posting part two of the Plasticono Band Review. I know I haven't done it yet, but it's coming, folks. It's coming. So, this is going to be an interesting topic. Last good. Last. 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 Look, last good. Last great. Last bad. And I'm going to have to check about. Huh. Um, and just hold on, folks. Um, and I'm just going to have to check for one second. Um, um, so. Um, so. Just gonna have to play it. Okay. So this is gonna be um, last great, last good, last good, first bad, um, which album missed being good, and do you think Paul could make a great album again? So let's just get into this. First of all, last good um i want to say something and i'm just gonna say it the last good paul mccartney album was mccartney three that was a good album i might even say great but i'm just gonna say good now that was a pretty good album um great way to end that terrible year that was 2020 um i can't believe we got a new Ringo song, brand new Paul album, and Beatles footage all the end tw in December 2020. That that mean no sense. If that was the entire year, perfect year um, for us Beatles fans. Um, and even 2020 was a good year for Beatles fans. So, I mean, we got all that stuff. Um, you know, Give Me Some Truth, Flaming Pie Archive, McCartney Half Speed, McCartney 3, you know, new Ringo song. We got lots of stuff. So, good year for Beatles fans. Um, so, what was the um, last good? I'm going to say McCartney 3. Even though there are a couple duds on there. Like, I wasn't... I couldn't stand Deep Down. That was a terrible song. 
Um, another another song um, that I wasn't too um, thrilled with. Um, if I just track the track listing, I'm actually going to have to go get my McCartney 3 CD. I have the vinyl, but the CD's more easier to reach. the ones I didn't really like so um deep down wasn't really one I was friendly with unpopular opinion but women and wives I wasn't too big on that wasn't a song I really enjoyed um so um so women and wives wasn't a really song I enjoyed it was alright but um um was I feel like Long Tail Winterbird could be edited. I'm fine with it being, you know, five minutes and so, but couldn't have been edited like a minute and a half or so. Then it wouldn't have been good. And in the trailer for McCartney's Story when it came out, it had this like breakdown section. Um, it wasn't on this. You guys will know if, what I'm talking about if you go watch the original McCartney Street trailer. So, yeah. Um, and. That's the first one. Last great McCartney album. So, Egypt Station. Okay, so, McCartney's ring was good, but it wasn't great. Egypt Station wasn't even okay. That album was terrible. I mean, there's only, like, a couple, like, songs. I, I like Caesar Rock, which is really unpopular opinion. Um... Um, I, I really enjoyed I Don't Know, and I love that medley, you know, better than the Abbey Road. No, hold on, let me just reframe that. I did not mean to say better than the Abbey Road medley. Um, compared to the Abbey Road medley, the Egypt Station medley is terrible. I did not mean to say that. I meant to say another medley. It's better than the Red Rose Speedway medley. I did not mean to say Abbey Road medley. Sorry me for saying that. I did not mean it. <laughs> I just did not. Um, 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 but, yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that medley. Um, better than the Red Rose Speedway medley. I'm sorry I said Abbey Road. That just came out. I guess I was thinking about Abbey Road in my mind. <laughs> I always think about Abbey Road. That's, that's, such, a, that's such an amazing album. Um, but either station, that wasn't really good good <laughs> I mean all the songs on that album was weak you know, for you was just terrible you know, that was just a terrible song and another problem I have with this is um um is that um there's a certain problem new sound I don't like new sound um, McCartney sort of later perfected it cause, um, because it was more homestun, but albums like Egypt Station that have its own backing band, I can pick out that new sound. It isn't like new style production, which it had this production same to new, but I just find the sound. It was just the sound. I don't know how to explain it, but I can just tell when albums are made. Like, you give me, um, like... Okay, if you give me um um every like let's say let's say an album for every like let's just say an album for every like um 
um, three, um, um, ten years. So, 1973, give me Band on the Run, give me Pipes of Peace, then give me Off the Ground. I can definitely tell um, it gets a more of a new age sound as it goes on. I mean, yeah. And, and they're just trying to do simple rock, but, you know, they have to do the new sound. Um, new, I thought, was pretty good, I think, right? But there were some weakers on that, like, like the terrible Hosanna, the terrible On My Way to Work. Um, um, yeah, so, memory almost full with the last great Paul album. I thought that was a great album. Great album. Um, there were a couple skips like Gratitude, which I hated. I don't know who can enjoy Gratitude. Gratitude. Um, what was the first bad McCartney album? Red Rose Speedway. I cannot stand Red Rose Speedway. Red Rose Speedway is a terrible, terrible, terrible album. That's just my opinion. I did not like Red Rose Speedway almost at all. Big Barn Bed's pretty enjoyable. My love, I want to love, but it's just, it's on every single Macca compilation. I hear it all the time. I mean, Get On The Right Thing I feel would fit more on Ram. It's pretty good, but it fits more on Ram. Then the album goes downhill really fast. I mean, One More Kiss. Little Lamb Dragonfly, which I cannot stand at all. Why do people see good in Little Lamb Dragonfly? Paul, you don't write a song about your lamb dying. You don't. I'm sorry. I do not like that song. I'm saying I'm the one out of like two people that don't enjoy Little Lamb Dragonfly. Everyone else loves it. I do not. Um, then we have the really terrible single pigeon, which really isn't terrible. It's just don't make any sense. When the night's pretty bad, and then we have the awful loop first Indian on the moon, which he's trying to like copy Prague. I'm a huge Prague fan. Prague's my favorite genre. You know, I think I'd rather have a Prague podcast than you know a um a Beatles podcast. Though I I think the Beatles are um the greatest band on earth. I love Prague, and the Beatles have some Prague influences, like. They inspired, like, prog bands. Like, they inspired Pink Floyd, I believe. They inspired our bands. They did not inspire Lou Reed. We all know what Lou Reed's thoughts on the Beatles were, so that's the only reason I don't like him. Just kidding. Lou Reed's all right. He just didn't like the Beatles. And his quote, the Beatles were garbage. That's what Lou Reed had to say about the Beatles. And right now this podcast is going off the rails really fast. But Red Rose Speedway um, ends with the terrible medley of Red Rose Speedway. Um, the Red Rose Speedway medley is terrible. Uh, yeah, so yeah. What was a McCartney album that had the chance of being good but ultimately didn't? I said that I wouldn't choose um, another, another, another um, two, one, two, three times in a row, but I'm, I'm just going to have to say it. Red Rose Speedway, which 
Retro Speedway was originally going to be a double album, but the record company was like, eh, let's issue it single. But songs on that double album could have made a great single album. I mean, Night Out, Henry's Blues, 1882, which is a really interesting song, Jazz Street, Seaside Woman, which I love the heck out of. I love Seaside Woman. I know a lot of people don't like Seaside Woman, but I love that song really much. Um... What else was on that? Um, I Would Only Smile. Mama's Little Girl, which is one of my favorite McCartney songs. It should have ended the album. Um, so, um, I really hope um, you enjoyed the video. Oh, and I have one more to talk about. I promised I wouldn't do another take of the video. I promised myself. I promised. But this is the final one. Um... What's this? Hold up. What? Do you think Paul can make another great album again? Here are my thoughts. Paul can obviously never make another Ram, another, another Venus and Mars. Maybe not even another, you know, Pipes of Peace. Well, that was kind of an insult. Um, um, you can make another Pipes of Peace, Paul. Um, and... I enjoyed Paul's McCartney stream. I enjoyed Paul's McCartney. I enjoyed Hope to, to the Future. I enjoyed Hope Tonight. I did not enjoy Jet Station. I, but I enjoyed, you know, but I enjoyed I Don't Know. That was a song I enjoyed. I enjoyed Caesar Rock. I enjoyed Hunchy Down, you know. Even albums like Kissing on the Bottom that I didn't like. I like songs like I'm Gonna Sit Down and Write Myself a Letter and Only Our Promise, which I thought was beautiful. So, can Paul make another great album again? Like I said, he can never make another band on the run, another Ram, um, maybe another Tug of War. But if Paul tries hard, um, if Paul tries hard and... Um, Paul tries hard, he can make another great album. I really wish that there would be one day where Paul will go listen to McCartney 2 one day and he's like, maybe I should make another album. Um, I really enjoyed the more experimental side. I really wish that Paul would do one of those again. Anyway, um, um, I love you. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that in the podcast. Um, it's almost like I'm talking. It's almost like I'm talking to someone. Oh my god! Uh, I'm such terrible at this podcast job. I'm really terrible at this podcast job. But everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I'm glad that I'm getting some listeners. I got a huge amount of plays over this past week. You know. Um, thanks. Sorry about today's episode, which was terrible. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed, and just hope you guys enjoy, you know. Check out, check out a bunch of other podcasts. Check out Talk More Talk. Check out Things We Said Today. Check out, um, Two Legs. Check out, I Want to Tell You. Hold up. Take Two. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, 
check out I want I know I know check out fans on the run check out when they was um fab also check out other podcasts like pods like us um great podcast um check out the 2020 podcast um, I'm sorry I'm running out of podcast um did I say did I say everything correctly check out anything but the Beatles you know check out um check out um check out Dateline <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Check out the Dateline podcast um, and just have a good day. I'm really bad at this today. I think I'm not doing good. I feel like I'm going to lose every single follower I have. Anyway, bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to I Want to Tell You a Music Podcast. Um, I changed the title um, to Music Podcast along with the... Um, um, the low, the, the profile picture, um, that you see, just because I love the Beatles, there will always be my favorite band, um, for the, for the rest of time, they will always be my favorite band, but there are also so many other artists that I love, and I'm still gonna be talking about the Beatles on this podcast, um, don't get me, don't get me wrong, just because I changed the name doesn't mean I'm still going to be talking about the Beatles. I mean, I still say I'm going to talk about the Beatles regularly, but there's also so many other bands I can talk about. So, today, I'm going into another band that I love, and they are called, um, I don't know if you ever heard of them, they're called Beach Boys. Um, and, um, if you guys, um, are members of the Beatles community, you know that Joe Mayo, mean Mr. Mayo, loves the Beach Boys. You know, he just loves pet sounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding, he hates both of those albums. Um, yeah. So, what I meant was um, that mean Mr. Mayo hates pet sounds, so. Yeah. Um, so, I'm talking about the recent announcement of Feel Flows. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, don't worry. I didn't know what it is either. I'm just kidding. I know what it is. Um, so, when you think of the Beach Boys, what is the first thing that comes to your head? I think the first thing that comes to your head is Surfing USA. I get around. Help me, Rhonda. California Girls. Um, did I mention Surfer in USA? Um, Surfer Girl, Little Deuce Coop, Fun Fun Fun, Don't Worry Baby. These are all songs that, um, a lot of people, when they sing Beat Boy, that's when it comes to them. Um, and that all changed, um, 1965 when, uh, Big band named um, the Beach Boys released an album called Beach Boys Today, which um, it kind of all started with the Christmas album with side two of that having like orchestra arrangements, but we won't count that since it's a Christmas album. What do you expect? Um, but today kind of changed it all. Um, I have a, I've actually have an original mint um, mono copy, so 
That's nice. That I just recently got. Um, um, and so taking a look at it on side one of this album, it's it has some of the same stuff. You know, it has dance, dance, dance. Um, good to my baby. But then you have stuff on here like Do You Want to Dance, which is really interesting. Um, when I grow up to be a man, because that's a really interesting song. It kind of cowboyish feel if the if you listen to the instrumental you'll definitely feel like it's not a 1965 song and that song was actually released in 1964 as the first single and i don't know how it did help me Rhonda. um it's a really different version it has a lot more energy and this one fades in and fades fades in and fade fades out um which you know can annoy a lot of people um um, I believe I once even heard Doc Docus, who check out his channel, though you probably already have. Um, he um, he um, hates this version of Help Me Rondo that's on today, not the single version that's on Summer Days and Summer Nights, which is the one that follows it. Um, but I love this version. Side two is really interesting. Um, it's really creative. Um, um, the beautiful in the back of my mind. Please let me wonder the cover of I'm so young. You know, kiss me, baby. So it's all great. Um, the one song that isn't really um going in a new direction is Bull Session with the Big Daddy. Just no, but who likes a Bull Session with the Big Daddy? Pretty sure somebody likes it. Um, so, um, 1965, this album does not sell well, so they released Summer Days and Summer Night, More Warm, that has California Girls on it, that has the single version of Help Me Rhonda, but that album also is kind of changing, because I don't think anyone has ever noticed this, but California Girls is really psychedelic. Um, nobody really notices that, but... Listen to the instrumental backing track. You will hear how how it's kind of psychedelic. I think everyone just thinks, oh, just because the lyrics are about, you know, California girls, it's just a pop song. No, it's not. It has, um, it's really psychedelic. And there are um, elements of that, like in Amusement Park USA, which is about an amusement park, but it also has psychedelia in it. So that's kind of where it starts off. Um, actually, California Girls is the first song that Brian wore after taking LSD, so, um, and also, um, and also, some, Summer Means New Love, which is an instrumental, is also kind of going in a new direction, because they've done instrumentals before, but nothing like Summer Means New Love, that was new territory for the band. Um, Pet Sounds later comes out the next year, I'm totally gonna forget about Beach Boys Party. That is not a good album, even though it has Barbara Ann and a couple good Beatle covers. Um, I'm not a fan of the Beach Boys Party. Um, but um, I'm gonna. So um, for um, Pet Sounds, everyone knows Pet Sounds. I'm not gonna talk about Pet Sounds because you guys already know it. You know, wouldn't be nice. Sloop John B. God only knows. Caroline, no. The title track, Let's Go Away for a While. Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. You know, Here Today, all these great songs in one collection. No filler. Um, 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 
I would recommend Mono Pet Sounds for anyone. Though the song, the title track Pet Sounds works way better in stereo. That Mono Mix is just really muddy. Everything's just trying to get in there and it just can't work. So stereo mix for the title track, Mono for the rest of it. Except for Carolina. Carolina looks very good in stereo. Um, later, they put out, they try to put out, oh, I'm forgetting about one major thing, Good Vibration, that gets released, and it's a number one. So, the experimental side, um, also gets, um, a hit. Um, um, they later release Heroes and Villains, which coincides with, um, with, um, the Smile Project that never came out. Um, I, I mean... Yeah, Smile is just a really um, interesting piece, and I love it, and I really wish it wouldn't have came out, you know. Um, so, um, let me just try to remember. Okay, so they literally put out a couple albums, Smiley Smile, Wild Honey, and Friends. Really lo-fi, all of them I love, you know. I love those albums to death. Um... Smiley Smile is one of my favorites. Um, it's a really great album. Um, I It's not in my top five just because it's a little out of place. Because you literally open with Heroes and Villains. And then you get Vegetables and Fall Breaks and Back to Winter. And Little Pad. I mean, that just doesn't work, you know. Um, then you open side two with good vibrations, and then you get with me tonight and wind chimes. I mean, does that work? Um, Wild Honey is pretty good. I'm not a big fan of the song How How She Boogalooed It. That's kind of annoying. Um, and um, Mama says uh, I'm not a big fan of that one. But the rest of the album is pretty good. Um. Um, let me just remember, and Friends, that's one, that might be my favorite Beach Boys album, it's probably my top three, um, along with Love You and Holland, which we'll talk about on a later episode, hopefully I'll tackle Love You one day, um, which I think I'm gonna probably do, then, then they put out the 2020 album, which, um, good um side two of that album's um not so really that great um i i really enjoy cotton fields which is extremely underrated a lot of people hate that song and you also have the beautiful i want to sleep you have time to get alone and never learn not to love which is a song us beach boys fans and us music fans don't talk about we don't talk about never learn not to love remember so, after that, they later, Capital kicked them out, um, so they released two albums following that, 1970's Sunflower and 1971's Surf's Up. Both amazing albums. I can listen to Sunflower all the way through and I'll still love it. I'll take Sunflower over Pet Sounds any day. Um, Surf's Up. Um, almost makes my top five Peach Boys albums. It's just, it has two songs on that I cannot stand. And those songs would be, um, Student Demonstration Time and A Day in the Life of Tree. Listen to them and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, 
And so, to commemorate that, um, starting in so we've been getting all these 50th anniversaries ever since, like, 1960, like, 2014, so we got, keep an eye on summer, you know, live in Chicago, graduation day, you know, sunshine tomorrow, you know, wake the world, and 1969, um, we got really nothing, um, except for this EP called 1969, I'm Going Your Way, that's a Dennis Wilson song, which is an amazing song, um, so, and, um, yeah, so that's gonna be pretty interesting, um, oh, that's not, uh, hold up, so that was pretty interesting, because we got three songs, then it was automatically deleted, I mean, it's not on Spotify anymore, because, Wait the World and 2020 are only available on Spotify, which, Um, hold up. Wake the World and the I Can Hear Music, which are both Friends and 2020 sessions, um, they are only on streaming, which is really dumb because I want them on CD. I'm, you know, I'm fine with playing them on streaming, but I want them on physical. Maybe one day we will, um, you know, maybe one day. Um, so... And then Surf's Up was also recorded during the sessions, but 1969 and 1971. And I don't know what I'm even talking about. I'm going all over. So let me start off. During the 1961 and 1971, they recorded so many songs. Probably the most that they have ever recorded. Um, and um, most of them didn't even get put out. They got later um, releases, like, a couple of the Dennis Wilson songs later got releases, um, um, you know, we have heard some of these songs that talk about it as I go through the track listing, um, so, um, Feel Flow commemorates the 969 to 971 period, um, um, put, produced by Alan Boy and Mark Lynette, who did Smile Sessions a decade ago, so, yeah. It's available in a couple formats. It's available in the CD, um, 4LP, 4LP colored vinyl, um, 2LP, and um, 2CD. I'm probably going to score for the 5CD and the 4LP. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get the colored vinyl. I might. There is one issue with the vinyl that I want to discuss, but maybe I'll discuss it when it comes out. Okay. So I'm going to Apple Music and I'm gonna see the track listing. So we got a brand new song released, which we'll talk about soon. So this is basically so starting us off the um, first disc, disc one. The, and I'm going through the CDs, um, not the vinyl, because it all gets confusing. So C D one, if you buy the box set, will be or the remastered sunflower. Um um, that's gonna be, um, CD, um, one for you, along with a bunch of extra bonuses. So, first of all, you'll get the Sunflower Promo Part 1, along with a bunch of live songs. So, I really wish they would have included, like, 1970 stuff. They did include, like, two, um, but we have This Whole World live in 1988. I don't need that. Um, add some music to your day, live in 1993. We don't need it. Um, put that on the Summer in Paradise reissue if we're ever going to get one. Uh, maybe the bonus disc could be a better album, you know. Um, Sue Cincinnati live in 1976. Uh, we've never heard that. 
um, back home. A lot of people would say that Susie Cincinnati and Back Home are part of the 15 big ones. That's not true. They were recorded part of this, but they were released on 15 big ones. In fact, Susie Cincinnati was the B-side to some of these singles, you know. It was the B-side Child of Winter, which came out a couple years later. Um, and it was B-side to another single, I believe. Um, it's about time, live in 71 and ride and sell black number 9 in 1970. Then we get the brand new mixes, so Breakaway Original 69 Serial Mix. Really wish we couldn't get a remix of this. Um, Celebrate the News 2020 mix. Um, Celebrate the News with the B-side of Breakaway, which Breakaway was actually produced by Brian and Murray. So it'll be interesting to hear what they did. Um, loop de loop find an airplane 969 mix. <clears throat> now that is interesting because for your hardcore Beach Boys fans, loop de loop was finished in 1998 for the Endless Harmony soundtrack. Um, so it's really interesting for 969 mix. We can hear it without the 1998 overdubs. Sammy Gale 2020 mix. Um, this is actually a, a released song. A lot of people don't know this. They'll say it's unreleased, um, but you can still, like, hear it on boot, bootleg or stuff. I've heard it before, but um, San Miguel, um, it's actually this a song um, that was actually included in the 1981 compilation that's now out of print, but you can get it on 10 Years of Harmony, which is a compilation that I still think you can find, um, um, like in a thrift store or something. Um um, Susie Cincinnati 2020 mix, as I um, said about Susie Cincinnati. Good Time, that's actually included on Love You, but it was recorded for this and actually for Brian's um, wife, Marilyn's band, along with her sister, um, their group called Spring, which their album's really out of print. Games 2 Can Play, um, it's actually just credited as 2 Can Play, but that was originally going to be on Adult Child, but recorded here along with Cotton Fields, the Cotton Song single mix. Um, as we move on to disc 2, we have Surf's Up. We have the entire album remastered along with the Surf's Up promo, along with a bunch of live songs, including live versions of Student Demonstration Time. No. Okay, I hate student demonstration time. I'm glad. We also got a bunch of bonus track. A Big Sur. That's the song that we can actually now hear. Big Sur was actually part of the California Saga on Holland, which is my favorite Beach Boys album. Um, Big Sur, um, recorded in 1970. I really wish this would have been on, like, Sunflower. It's beautiful. It's a Michael Love track, so... What do you expect? But this one was just beautiful. Uh, maybe you could have worked on their Christmas album because I believe there were a bunch of Christmas lyrics. Um, Help is on the way. Another song that was originally going to be on Adult Child, but um, recorded in 1970. Sweet and Better. I never knew about this song, but I'm glad we're getting it. My Solution, really rumored song. Fourth of July, which is an amazing song that should have ended the Sunflower album, um, along with Sound of Free and Lady, which were part of Dennis Wilson's first solo single, but were, I believe, recorded with the Beach Boys, and we also and they also, and we also have um, Seasons in the Sun, which is going to be interesting. Let's move on to the Sunflower sessions. Sunflower promo one, along with a bunch of um, different things, so I'll just go over them, a couple ones that I want to talk about. This Whole World, long version and backing vocals mix. Um, um, 
all I want to do, um, not all I want to do, which is on, um, 2020, but all I want to do, which is on Sunflower, both written by Dennis Wilson, so, was I all I want to do written by Dennis Wilson? Uh, 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 maybe I can, uh, maybe I can just, maybe get the thing. Forever Session Highlights is going to be interesting. Cool Cool Water Alternate 20, 2019 mix, along with, along with a couple other things, so we have stuff on here like, um, um, loop-de-loop flying in an airplane, I, they didn't mention if this is gonna have the 98 overdubs, um, um, a good time session intro, along with track and backing vocals, <clears throat> when girls get to another instrumental, which would later appear with vocals on the 1980 Keeping the Summer Alive. Um, Slabon Fu, alternate 1969 mix with session intro, our sweet love swing section, and we got a bunch of stuff, so good time, backing vocals insert, um, Cotton Fields, acapella, um, add some music to your day, acapella, and forever acapella, a bunch of other songs, um, a stir stop session is gonna be really interesting, um, um, we're gonna get take a load off your feet alternate vocals mix um, on here along with a bunch of other track and backing vocals. Looking at tomorrow session intro um, along with alternate version. Um, um, till I de- till I die um, long version with alternative lyrics. Surfs up Brian Wilson lead vocal. Um, um, so let's just get to that again. Along with a bunch of acapellas, wouldn't it be nice to live again extended version. Um, I just got my pay. Walk in when girls get to another baby, baby awake. It's a new day. Bunch of unreleased songs. Um, and then we have a bonus disc, just filled with bricks. <coughs> and Beatles reference. You never a, a little bit of you never give me your money will be included on this. With a bunch of other songs, including Barbara. You know. Back home demo, till I die demo, you know, a medley, I'm going your way, so, lots of good stuff, so what are my thoughts on this box set? Heck yeah, I'm getting it, I'm getting everything, when I see this, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna get everything, I'm just gonna come out on July 30, if we were rumored for July 23rd, but I guess that's not happening, but. I just can't believe it. This is happening, you know. I, I love this era of the band. Even if there are two duds being student demonstration time and take a load off your feet, this is some of the best years for this band. You know, nobody acknowledges that. I mean, I mean, nobody, um, really, um, acknowledges that this is just a great album. And I feel like it needs more reappraisals. I feel like all these albums need more reappraisal. Because um, um, Sunflower was a commercial failure. And we all need more love for this album. And I feel like Feel Flows will be the perfect way to get more love. This era of the band is totally better. They're, they're not Surf anymore. That's what the title of Surf's Up means, you know. Um... Another thing I want to mention is the song Feel Flows, um, which has gotten a lot of reappraisal. Like, that might be the most famous song on Surf's Up, because if you guys don't know, there was a film called Almost Famous. Um, 
Um, and on that soundtrack, there was a song called Feel Flows. Um, Andrew Dixon was talking about this in a video, and that's when I learned about this. So, Feel Flows, which was originally on the, um, which was, um, on the soundtrack, um, which is like a 2000 film. Um, the filmmakers must have chosen a great choice, and that's getting reissued this year for like a 20th anniversary. So, and the reissues are really expensive, but I'm glad that we're going to get that. Also, if you guys didn't know, Feel Flows, the song, is also the name of this album. So that means that they must have really enjoyed it. And now we have, finally, it's the ending song to 1971, the documentary, or as it is in the um, soundtrack. So if that's ending the documentary, I can't believe it. So... I've really enjoyed this. Um, um, I wanted to talk quickly about the Animals reissue by Pink Floyd. As you guys know, I'm a massive Pink Floyd fan. Like, they're one of my favorite bands, uh, you know. They're on the same level as the Beatles for me, you know. So, they announced the Animals reissue, or not really announcement. Roger Waters just talked about it. I don't feel like really talking about it. I just need to sit down and breathe. But you guys can read about that. Um, it's been it's been going on a lot. Um, 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 John Heaton, who check out his channel, but you probably already have. Um, he um he has um this um he has um um he has um um a new video where he's talking about this brand new fuse. So that's interesting. So I really hope you enjoyed this. I'm glad I'm getting more listeners. I'm getting more listeners as time progresses. Um, and just thank you, you know. Um, um, talk later. I'm sorry I went on blabbing. I am really bad at doing podcasting. I am really bad at this. I don't know why I keep on doing it. But hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I probably have been um, talking about this um, for way too long. Um and uh, and hope you will enjoy bye help me rock help me get her out of my heart